Well, hello everyone. This is Dola, your host of Love in Your Life podcast. And today, <laughs> interestingly, I'm um, I'm kind of winging it because I I it just occurred to me of some time ago, 15 minutes ago or something, um, as I'm cleaning out my papers in my um, in my study, that um, I have something to talk about that might be of value to people because it probably is not unlike um, the experience that I'm having is not unlike much of what your experiences may have uh, led you to believe and and taken you to and maybe in retrospect you've even understood that and uh, at like I'm understanding it so let me explain so I'm cleaning up my papers and I'm realizing that I am inundated with papers not just any papers but journals and uh eight and a half by 11 sheets of notes and quotes and um, actually pieces of books that I've either decided to write or that I have learned from in reading other people's words um, in their books. And I started to laugh at myself and and kind of... um, that way of acknowledging how silly something is and the reason I did was because I thought here I am teaching people about how to select uh, the proper career path and what is the most suitable career path for them and how they might you know need the help of an assessment tool to guide them and and they're still you know I'm still thinking that and I still believe in it Um, however I think uh, that might be more realistic or more necessary because of the fact that we don't pay attention. Something as simple as uh, sort of observing yourself and when all, you know, they say, you know, when you're not having to be anywhere or do anything, what do you find yourself doing? Well, what I find myself doing is writing and reading. And so when I was looking at all these pieces of paper and having to read them all to decide whether I'm going to discard them or not it occurred to me that I do nothing but read and write I mean I am if left on my own I'm going to read and write and it made me laugh because now I'm you know sort of suffering for all the material that I've accumulated over a number of years and I have to read every single page before I throw it away. And I'm throwing away a lot, but I'm really throwing away the things that um, are more related to uh, things I've already produced or, uh, you know, necessary um, uh, instructional material that I've had to teach um, a number of years ago. Not, and, and I'm not throwing all that away because I still am very sure that I'm going to use them again someday so it's very hard for me to part with them and that's another thing you know it's letting go Um, I talked about that on my last podcast that idea of hanging on to stuff that's no longer useful I I don't know that's something that we probably all struggle with uh, on our in our own way some of us you know do it with books and papers and others with clothes and you know others with uh, you know uh, materials for uh, house materials that they someday want to get to and some material material that they want to make something with um, you know I have 
girlfriends who do that too or you know knitting material or something that they think they're going to get to someday but uh, mine's with paper so I thought that that's so funny because if I had paid attention to that behavior um, long ago and again I'm teaching it right I'm teaching um, how do you you know what are the tools you can use without an uh, official assessment that might um, draw you closer to your heart and allow you to make those decisions that have to do with what should I do with my life? How should I, um, you know, how, what, what, what are the things I should be looking at about myself that will tell me and lead me in the proper di- direction for selecting a proper career path? So the, the thing that it, we, I learned today when I laughed at myself was, you know, what do you do when no one's looking? What do you do when you have free time? What do you do and what would you do if no one paid you to do it? You know, no one's paying me to read all these books or write anything. Um, nobody. <laughs> Trust me. But I'm doing it and I'm enjoying it. And so, um, you know, that tells me that I did get to do you know, not only am I helping people on the, on the career transition side and, and you know, if I'm doing the search work, helping people find a proper fit uh, from their perspective, but I'm also um, reading and learning all the time so that I can help when I have these discussions with people. So I always was in the right field, sort of, kind of. I mean, I got to this late in life, maybe about late 30s, but, you know, early in life I was teaching teaching kids right um so you know that was helping too I think all teachers are wonderful helpers of course but but um not in the sense of what I'm doing now I mean I was teaching to a curriculum that I was um made to teach you know I I it wasn't my choice um and now I'm in the place where I'm sure that I'm enlightened enough on the subject matter that I want to share it for the reasons of helping other people with a specific goal. So, um, so, it, but, but it's interesting how I, my conclusion from all of this actually is that no matter what you do, eventually you're going to get to the heart of the matter in terms of doing what you should have been doing or should do or should be or, um, you know, it is about being before you're doing, right? And so this was who I was this was who I was I was just taking a longer way to get there and um, not necessarily uh, without connections to what I really wanted to do it was connected but in a a different way and so I'm always kind of doing the same thing you know teaching helping people so but but the other thing that killed me about this realization of course is that um so success is not defined by how much money you make. They, they, it can't be because I do feel that there are many of us who feel we have a, quote, successful life, successful personal and professional life, but we don't necessarily make money doing it. Now, if you can get away with that, if you can, uh, you know, make a living, an adequate living, which I've managed to do, 
um, doing what you love and not making, you know, the, the, the tremendous amounts of money, then you are blessed. But I know, I realize that there are some people um, who are, you know, having to do things like pay mortgages and put kids through uh, college who need a lot more, uh, a great deal more money than, than what I'm talking about here. You know, I'm talking about uh, I can make a living doing what I'm doing, but I can't put kids through college necessarily unless, you know, I raised really smart kids that got, you know, scholarships <laughs> and uh, and or they were willing to take big loans. I mean, I don't know. But the point is, it's not necessarily correlating. Um, you know, success is not correlating necessarily with monetary, um, you know, uh monetary with with income with with uh you know with dollars uh that will allow you to live in a certain way or you know um adopt a certain lifestyle or whatever you know so it's not necessarily correlated and you can be happy that way you just have to adjust your lifestyle or whatever um and many of us do right so it's funny because um i also came across uh you know many quotes i i'm a quote crazy person and um, it had something to do with uh, compassion and I was thinking about self-compassion and you know if I'm judging myself if I'm busy evaluating what did I do and what meaning does this have and you know I don't even earn much money so how can I feel good about this thing then when I'm judging that judging and compassion can't live in the same space so I don't have self-compassion when I'm judging myself I don't have compassion for another person if I'm judging them if I'm criticizing them then my compassion is virtually non-existent because I'm too busy with that one side it can, you know your, your mind can't hold both of those at the same time it's just not possible so if you're judging um, just yourself or anyone else just remember that in that moment you are not being compassionate toward them or yourself uh, whichever the object of your judgment is um, so uh, it's, it's so funny and then the third realization I came to about my teaching and my learning and my my lifelong quest to understand things is because and I said this in my book, I'm sure my last book, um, it, it Is All About You, is, is that the reason I'm attracted to this stuff, the, to learn and to read and to understand and to quote and to, uh, you know, share that uh, insight to other people is because I needed to learn it first. So my seeking was really about myself it was it was what I needed to learn before I could teach and you always learn it for yourself before you teach and they say teachers are just you know one page ahead of the student um, that might be true because uh, I know that for me I would never feel competent enough to share information that I was not certain you know was corroborated by a number of very wise people before me and um, you know very um, people that I have a great deal of respect for and the world has respect for um, so I, I I'm always quoting people like you know Einstein and and uh, the authors that I love like Pima Chodron and Wayne Dyer and people like that um, you know John Powell one of my favorite uh, Jesuit priests who you know wrote a bunch of books on you know who are you and who are we and 
you know, why, why, will the real me please stand up, I think is one of his books and another one about um, knowing the self and um, all those kinds of things. And I, I'm constantly looking to A Course in Miracles because of the teaching in that book uh, being very uh, much consistent with what I know about psychotherapy. And um, A Course in Miracles is said to be a psycho, uh, relig- uh, spiritual, um, not religious, a spiritual psychotherapy. And that's true. That's how I receive it. That's how I understand it and take it in. So, um, but it, it, it is so, uh, so illuminating for me and to laugh at myself and at the same time learn and have that uh, awareness, that self-awareness that allows me to laugh at myself, which is, you know, really a sign of a, it's a good sign <laughs> to be able to laugh at yourself. It's a good sign, trust me. Um, I'm not going to pat myself on the back. It's just a good sign to be able to do that. So um, so I just wanted to share that because in, in light of the fact that we've been talking about this subject, I wanted to share and be transparent with my own experience. And I hope that will help other people, uh, you know, take that in and laugh at themselves um, at the same time. <laughs> because um, it's something that I think, you know, you need to pay attention to it. I think, you know, uh, if you have that issue with yourself or your child or your sister or, or whatever, someone you know, and they're having that quandary of, you know, I don't know what I love. I don't know what I want to be. I don't know what speaks to me. I don't know my passions. Just look at what you do. If you do nothing else, look at what, what you do when no one's lo- lo- looking, when, when you have time on your hands to do whatever you want to do. When you, you know, ask yourself the question, would I do this for a living or would I do this? Yeah, you do do it without being paid. Um, Sorry, (laughs) that was kind of a, a, I'm answering my own question. But yeah, of course you would do it um, without being paid. But you know that there's a pragmatic uh, aspect to living and you need to get paid. So I understand that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what do you do with your free time with no problems whatsoever? What do you do? And um, if you could afford, that's that's the question. If you could afford to do what you love or do what you want to do and you didn't have a money issue, what would that something be? And I guess I'll leave you with that. So... I just, uh, I just know that I still believe that the only way to live is with love in your life, personally and professionally. What can I say? So I'll talk to you next time, guys. Bye.